This is the Business Storytelling Show with Christoph Trapp. Name a top 20 storytelling podcast and a top 5% podcast globally. Christoph chats with thought leaders and experts to share tips and tricks that can help you tell your company's stories better to drive business results. Available wherever you listen to podcasts, live streamed on major social media channels, and part of the DB&A television network, available on most U.S. television sets and streaming on Roku and Amazon Fire. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Let's go. Hey, business storytellers. How's everyone doing? Thanks for joining me in another episode and live stream of the Business Storytelling Podcast. I need to put up the little graphic here. Unmute to hear me. Here's the deal. You follow me. You send me a screenshot, ctrap at gmail.com, my Twitter handle, same thing on Gmail. I might send you a signed copy of my book. Who wouldn't want that? U.S. only, please. Let's be sending books to Great Britain. That's way too expensive. I don't make that kind of money. But today we want to talk about Clubhouse. I've blogged about Clubhouse before. I've tried it. As you know, I like to gab. Um, so, but I have to admit it, I haven't really truly 100% gotten into it. I'm still on the fence. So I think I mentioned that to my guest before we came on here. And we're going to get him out of the green room in a minute. He has been active on uh, Clubhouse. He's been in rooms. He's been on the stage. He's uh, invited people. And um, who better to talk to than Mitch Jackson? We'll get him out of the green room here on the live stream. Mitch, how's it going today? It's, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, Christoph. This is awesome. Appreciate it. Definitely appreciate it. And um, what did you think of my opening? That's my wife, my voiceover artist. I, I love everything I've seen so far. I'm impressed. This is fantastic, you know, and I feel the same way about Clubhouse. And I'm looking forward to diving deep and, and going back and forth with you about the pros and cons and maybe where it's going in the future. That's awesome. And of course, I, I mean, you're in the same boat to an extent, right? You like to try all the different new networks like I do, too. Like I'm like, why am I not invited? I'll get me in there. So tell us about what's Clubhouse? Why do you like it and how do you currently use it? So, you know, Clubhouse, for those of you that haven't uh, jumped over to the platform, it's an audio-only platform. It's available right now just for iPhone users. Uh, I believe uh, iPhone, you know, tablets, you can access the uh, app. And it allows you to have conversations. But here's the power, uh, Christoph, that I've noticed with Clubhouse, unlike any other platform, at least as of right now, as of this week. And that is the ability to connect with people that I've never been able to connect with before on the normal quote unquote social media platforms. I am connecting with and joining rooms, uh, raising my digital hand, walking up on stage and having conversations with top executives uh, across the country and across the world, uh, venture capitalists, Silicon Valley entrepreneurs, top scientists, uh, doctors and other healthcare professionals. And yes, a few lawyers and especially law school students from around the country. So for me, it's allowing me to kind of dip my toe in the digital sandbox, the audio digital sandbox, um, in a way that's never been possible before to start creating meaningful conversations with other people where we've never heard of each other. And then taking that, that digital dance over to Instagram DMs or Twitter DMs, which is where I'll let you explain that to your audience but it's where you can take your offline conversations to continue 
building the relationships, building sometimes friendships, and then hopefully, in my case, uh, you know, creating new business uh, income sources. And for me, it's just been a pleasure. But I think it's because of how I'm using it as opposed to maybe what a lot of other people are doing. And that's always kind of the trick, right? To figure out how do you use it? How do you connect with people? What do you do? How do you fit it into your overall strategy? And we have um, Persia over on Amazon Live saying, I love Clubhouse. So you guys let us know. We're, we're actually live streaming as usual everywhere. Twitch, Periscope, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, where else? Amazon Live, everywhere. So wow. check us out. Leave any comments that you have. And of course, the podcast version will publish in a little while as well over the 20 different channels where we're streaming, uh, where we're publishing those. Um, so really interested to hear what um, what your thoughts are on Clubhouse. But So I signed up for Clubhouse. And what I found is, so first of all, I created a room. And nobody showed. It was not the field of dreams, Mitch, at all. And I, so how do I, and you know, I'm a, and these guys and gals, they hear me talk about integration, everything, right? You just heard me talk about how we're live streaming everywhere. And we have one, we have one, we have two devices running basically, two, uh, two um, apps, uh, Restream and uh, Switcher on sure. my iPad. But how do I how do we get started in a way that doesn't take all the time that we have and we have so little time what's the how do you feel about that My thoughts are those of us that have been live streaming for a while who have been producing some type of live show what works on a podcast what works in live video works really well in Clubhouse so I don't know if you pre-promoted your room for example but when you create a room you have the opportunity to to uh, create a snappy catchy attention grabbing title to your room and then you can fill in the the, uh, the details in the description so the first thing you want to do is make sure you create a room that's got a unique uh, caption to it what worked really well for me at the very beginning was i get up here early in southern california grab my cup of coffee and so i created a room coffee with a lawyer there are no bad questions ask away and so i just went live and after about 10 or 15 minutes we probably had 30 40 50 people in there that I was bringing up onto stage to ask legal questions. A lot of law students, uh, Christoph, which was interesting to me, were participating in the conversation. It's the first time they had a chance to actually talk to an attorney. And um, so I'm using it in that fashion. We're pre-promoting the shows across all the platforms before we go live in a room. So pre-promoting the rooms before we go live in a room. I had a room this morning with Bob Berg, uh, co-author of The Go-Giver, uh, personal friend of mine, he contributed a chapter to my book. And so I set up a room just to introduce Bob to Clubhouse. And so that people could meet Bob. Everybody wants to meet Bob Berg, right? He's a legend. And so we had people coming in, just jumping in to say hi. We had people coming in, jumping in to let Bob know how he's changed their lives, his books. And then we had people jumping in that had questions about moving forward in 2021. How can we be a go-giver on the Clubhouse platform? And uh, and so just kind of coming up with creative topics, I think uh, you won't see me over in the marketing and social media rooms. OK, I, that's all over social media already. I, I don't need to be in the same rooms with the same people on Clubhouse. What's worked for me is being that lawyer in a room of scientists, being that lawyer in a room with executives. I would think if I was a, a marketing specialist, especially digital, I would be in rooms of entrepreneurs of business owners, 
of business owners talking about current events and I would be listening. And then when something came up that I thought I could add value, I'd raise my hand. They'll bring me up on stage and you can have a conversation. I wouldn't pitch anything. I wouldn't try to market anything. I would just participate in the conversation. And I think people that do that on Clubhouse are the ones that are finding value on the platform. Um, and the other thing is, is understanding how the platform works. So once mm -hmm. you get into a room, if I'm joining your room, which I would love to do sometime, while you're on stage, if I'm listening, I'm tapping the plus sign and I'm bringing in other people who I think might get value from the room. I'm making an effort to bring in my audience into your room. I think uh, how you moderate a room is critically important. Just mm -hmm. like anything else, it's like moderating this live stream interview. If you know how to moderate, if you know how to be comfortable on stage, for me, it's being in the courtroom, judge, jury, opposing counsel. Nobody likes you, but you got to stand up and do your job. It's very similar to a clubhouse room where you, you want to make it memorable. You want to include the audience and invite them up. You need to take charge of your room so that somebody doesn't, you know, in a you know, rambling question that has nothing to do with the topic of the room. But you also want to encourage people to follow each other. Tap on everyone's picture. Follow everyone on Instagram and Twitter create engagement while you're moderating a room. And I think that's what gets people to come back over and over and over again. Yeah, that's, uh, and that's, I think one of the complaints I heard, I actually, I actually had not noticed this myself, but there was somebody on Twitter. I don't remember who it was. They said, all clubhouse is, it's just people pushing their own businesses. It's too promotional and whatever. And I hadn't heard any of those, the couple, um, the rooms I've probably been, I don't know, maybe a dozen or so. It was a conversation. How does everybody get a word in when there is, you know, 10 people or whatever? What's the right number of people on the stage? Great question. Great question. So sometimes we'll have rooms with several hundred people in the audience and you'll have uh, maybe Christoph and I are called moderators. It's our room or he pops in and I make him a moderator. So we're both kind of managing the room. What I like to do is bring up three or four people uh, to participate on stage and ask questions questions just to say hi. Maybe someone's purchased your book and they want to say thank you and just meet you, right? They feel like they're meeting you. Um, I like the stage to have maybe four to six people so it's not too crowded. And I like, so you do it in order. Okay. I was the lawyer that was down at the bottom that raised his hand, spoke up and everyone's like, you can't talk yet. It's not your time. Right. And, and I learned my lesson, but there's, there's a format to how clubhouse uh, rooms work. So what I think is really cool is you direct the conversation. You let the audience know, listen, we have a lot of people in the audience that want to ask questions. Let's try to keep it to just a couple of minutes. Jump on, say hi to Christoph, ask your question. And then you and I would have a back and forth with that person and then thank them for being there and move on to the next person. I think that works really well. You can then remove people and put them back in the audience. Or if you get a high profile individual that joins your room, you might want to leave them up on stage. You might want to make them a co-moderator because they're going to bring in their audience. Um, and so there's actually a, an approach, I think, to managing and moderating a room that will lend to the success that you experience in the room. I'm not interested in being in a room, unless it's planned ahead, where people are hardcore sell, selling or making a pitch, right? And so if you're brought up onto stage and you've got a question to ask, there's no reason why you need to try to artificially incorporate into that question um, 
a pitch for your business or your product or service. It's pretty obvious when people do this. I think it leaves a bad taste in everyone's mouths. And what I would encourage you to do is if you want to talk about your product or service, create your own room and be upfront about it. I've got the best XYZ product in the world that will help you be the top podcaster on the planet. Let's talk about it. And then you can have fun on that particular topic and it'll bring in people that are interested in that particular topic. So that's kind of what works for me and what I've seen work for some other people. And what's interesting too, first of all, don't ever go anywhere and say, we have the best product. We are, this is the best podcast. Who's, whose show were you on yesterday? Mitch, uh, Jim, Jim and Chris or who? I was, yeah, we did an Amazon live with Jim Fuchs and Chris Stone. Absolutely. And if they're watching, I know they tune in sometimes they were on this show as well. Talk about Amazon live. You guys, this is the best show right here. This is it. See how stupid that is when I say that? And you, I can kid with those guys, but don't <laughs> even say that to people. Come to on my best show, um, blah, blah, blah. So Good advice. You know, Good advice. Something to think about. I'm going to do a couple pitches anyways, but they're not really about me. Mitch's book, um, I can't even read the title, The Ultimate Guide to Social Media. Take a look at that. It's um, at the bottom here on uh, Amazon. It's also linked in the show notes. Um, if you're on Twitter, there's no links on Twitter. Let me know. I'm happy to send you the link. The T-shirt I'm wearing today, it depends, which is the answer to most marketing questions, is also available in the feature, the microphone, the chair, the ring light, everything. Everything is for sale. No, it's all down there if you want to check it out. But Mitch's book is number one on the list if you want to check it out. Four and a half stars, 57 reviews. So it has Thank to be good. Thank you. Well, you saw the authors that contributed chapters. That's what uh, made what? it so good. So here's, oh. the t- here's the deal, you guys. Look, I'm a great trial lawyer, but I'm not an author. And what I did is I tried to write this book on my own, and it just wasn't happening between the cases and family life and everything else. So I reached out to 44 top experts from around the world who are all friends of mine to contribute chapters on the different platforms, different approaches. And that's why I can just comfortably say it's a great book because the experts that contributed to this book are world-renowned experts. Bob Berg wrote chapter two, The Go-Giver Mindset for Social Media. You know, the book's broken down into three sections, you guys. This is critically important because this works on Clubhouse too. You have to have the right mindset, as Christoph will tell you on social media. You have to have a go-giver approach, right? It's about adding value, putting your audience first, sharing your secret sauce. And, 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 you know, that's something that I think a lot of lawyers and professionals struggle with. So that's what the first part of the book is about, is giving them the tools to develop that mindset. The second part of the book is understanding the different personalities of each of the social media platforms. Twitter is different than Instagram. LinkedIn is different than Facebook. The last part of the book, the third part, Christoph, is my favorite. It's 15 chapters on communication and persuasion techniques, things that we've used in the courtroom that we're taking to social media. I reached out to some of the top communicators on the planet, Ann Miller, who's just a gem and a jewel and an expert when it comes to metaphors. Um, She's helped me win million dollar cases with the metaphors that she shared with me. And I use in my closing arguments. She shared a chapter on how to, you know, land that home run punch on social media, see what I just did? That's a metaphor uh, for your audience. Um, By using some of the approaches that she shares, Carmine Gallo, who wrote the book, Talk Like Ted, he interviewed 200 top TED speakers and tried to figure out what makes the top TED speakers so darn good. Carmine wrote a chapter just for this book on how to use this TED communication approach 
on social media. So I think when you take these three components, having the right mindset, understanding the personality of the platforms, and then how to communicate once you're there um, is critically important. And of course, there are chapters on the engagement, the follow-up. Once we're done with this show, I can tell, you know, you don't even have to ask me. What I'll be doing is repurposing the show across all of my social media. I'll be doing a blog post about it. I'll be doing a podcast about it. I'm going to shine a bright light on you and this show for two reasons. Number one, I'm having fun. You're, you know, you, you've got a great reputation. You're putting out great content. Number two, by me doing that, um, I'm sharing value with my audience. And they're going to learn about Clubhouse for the first time. They're going to learn about Amazon Live for the first time and anything else that we talk about. So I think once people kind of wrap their, their heads around those concepts, which are all set forth in the book, um, they can have a lot of fun and a lot of success on social media. I think people overcomplicate social media, Christoph. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm with you. People do. And, you know, for example, we had a lot of fun today with the Bernie Sand- Saunders uh, uh, picture. I don't know if you saw that, the meme. I mean, I used that. Oh, I put him behind me and says, oh, you mean I could have watched that on the Internet? Uh, you know, Vox Pop me put it out and said, um, hey, Joe, this could have been a Zoom meeting. <laughs> you know, so, I saw bits and pieces of it. Yeah. You, you know, we don't have to overthink it. Just be out there, share value, be be relevant. And really quickly, I can't tell you what episode it was. But Bob Berg was on the show previously. Uh, we had a great discussion about his book. And, and I actually read his book six years ago. Um, don't remember the name now, but it, fantastic interview, fantastic guy. Uh, and really, mm-hmm. you want to make sure you share value. And I think that's where a lot of companies um, struggle, right? Because, oh, my goodness, now we have to do this. How is it leading to anything? Well, here's the thing. It's a marathon. I just did the PopCon local um, conference, local SEO conference today. And I said, guys, it's a it's a marathon, right? I mean, how long ago did you start building your brain on social media? It wasn't yesterday, right? So 1996, 1996, I started practicing in 86. 96, we put up our first website uh, using Microsoft front page. I didn't know any of the lawyers that were doing this. Uh, six to eight months later, we had a million dollar case come in through the internet uh, to our law firm from that website. And I've never been accused of being the brightest bulb in the lamp. But when that happened, I'm like, there's something to this whole internet thing. Fast forward to today, we kind of worked our way through the early stages of social media. Uh, Christoph, for me, live video 2011, 2012 is when things really took off. A friend of mine, uh, Jeff Floor, who is the co-founder of StubHub, created a platform called Spreecast. Now, this is when we had 3G, so it basically would only work if you had a fast, hardwired internet connection. We couldn't get it to work on our phones the way we wanted it to. But within a month of being on Spreecast, you know, I found myself on shows with Gabby Stern, Peter Diamandis of the Wall Street Journal, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, just uh, Sally Hogshead, just a lot of really amazing people. And it was because of live video. And I even though Spreecast decided to go another direction and it's no longer around, um, I continued, you know, to, to, to dive headfirst into video and live video and, and podcasting and everything else in between. And it allows you to build your brand out. Instead of me having to meet one-on-one across the desk from a client that has to get in their car, drive down to my law firm, come up the elevators, come into my office and sit down. Now I can have that same conversation with a hundred people, a thousand people, or if you have a guest like Seth Godin, 20 to 30,000 people at once on a live video from the 
fast day with COVID-19 and social distancing and working from home. I mean, professionals and business owners that have built out a brand uh, that's in the cloud, we're surviving. We're thriving. We're moving forward right now. It's because what we're doing has very little to do with having to be down at the courthouse or having to do, you know, something else. So this has been an eye opener, I think, for a lot of people who are really just just all in now. And I need to build my digital brand. What platforms are you using? What equipment are you using? So, you know, I complement that with little toys like this, you know, my little GoPro. So when I'm out for a run, I like to just go ahead and the endorphins kick in and I have something. software. I can just go ahead and shoot a quick three to five minute video while I'm running. And uh, that's unique content for a lawyer, right? Uh, if I'm paddleboarding, I'll pull out the GoPro and, and share my thoughts of wis- wisdom out on the harbor while I'm paddleboarding. And people aren't used to seeing that. So it helps me, you know, stand out above the noise, be unique, create memorable content. And it works. And it, I mean, it is about, you know, standing out from the crowd, right? So if no other lawyer is on Clubhouse, you can totally um, make a dent there in, in getting your brain out there. And I even... I joke, and I didn't look at how Twitch is currently doing, uh, but we really don't have very many viewers on Twitch usually, but we're still going to keep doing it. Um, Every once in a while, there's a couple. But just me being able to say, we're on Twitch. Yeah. (laughs) It sounds like. Do you know what I'm saying? Look, it's all about quality, the quality, you know, the depth and not the width. And there are a lot of lawyers on Clubhouse. There are a lot of every profession you can think of, you guys, they're on Clubhouse. There aren't a lot of lawyers using Clubhouse the right way. Okay. Yeah. There aren't a lot of marketing experts who have figured out the right way to build relationships on the digital and social platforms. I'm I'm one of those guys where I don't like to market on social media. I like to build relationships on social media. I like to share value on social media indirectly over time, like you said. I don't even think of this as a sprint or a marathon because I don't think there's a finish line to social media. I think of it more of a, of a healthy diet or an exercise routine where you just every day you get up and you keep improving. You keep, you keep adjusting. New platforms come along, new techniques, new bells and whistles, Instagram Live, Instagram TV, Instagram Stories. So I think as long as you're flexible and you allow yourself to kind of take safe risk and try out these new platforms. To your point with Twitch, I look at as many welcome mats as I can put out to my firm and to my life. Um, That's been the secret and it's worked really, really well. So one of the things I love about podcasting and live streaming is, so if we were jerks, which we're not, but it's really hard for us to fake it that we're nice guys, right? For 40 minutes. I mean, at some point, it shines through, right? I'm, I'm interrupting you or I'm rude or you're rude or whatever. But yeah. I love that about podcasting and live streaming. It shows the authentic self. And you can say, I like this guy or I don't like the guy or whatever. Clubhouse must have, a sim- they're similar, right? Because people are just talking. How do you interact with people? Do you interrupt them? Um, what's your verbiage? And I know I'm, I'm actually fairly, I don't want to say it's sensitive, but um, aware of, um, words, right? So if people say, for example, oh, let me push back, it, that's just like, it's it's kind of a trigger word. Like, why are you pushing back? Let's just collaborate. Like, why is it an argument? Um, yeah. So, but you show those things on Clubhouse too, because you can hear me. I can't, I can't edit my voice before, like I can edit uh, a marketing article. 
I think I think uh, using some of the techniques that our, our mutual friend Bob Berg teaches help on Clubhouse. If someone says something out of turn or takes takes the conversation the wrong direction or maybe is rude to someone else, you know, there, there it's an art to kind of control the conversation in a way that's that's win win for everybody. You know, Christoph, that's a great point, And I want to get to that in a couple of minutes. But Jenny was asking the question about uh, podcasting and not live streaming. So let's do you have any suggestions about podcasting that uh, in response to what Jenny asked? You can kind of direct the conversation. And I would think it's probably like and I'm not a very good dancer, but I guess if you're a pretty good dancer, if you know how to lead your partner, you can kind of lead people on Clubhouse to make it meaningful for everybody involved. I'm still figuring it out. You know, I don't have all the answers. I'll put my foot in my mouth a couple times a week. But you know what? It's not recorded. I, I'm not doing it with malice. Uh, if anything, it's just because I made a mistake. And I think people are are pretty forgiving on Clubhouse. I've noticed that about the platform. So so the one question I have, too, is so I actually I did a room, whatever, the other day. We actually tried to live stream one of these live streams on Clubhouse, which didn't really work, quite frankly. But right. once my room is done, it's done, right? It's, it's gone. gone. It's so, gone. But there's some things you can do to have fun with it. So yeah. I met a uh, I met a. Uh, professional speaker and entrepreneur on Clubhouse two weeks ago who happened to have played in the NFL, National Football League, for six or seven years. And he's actually a Super Bowl champ with the uh, New England Patriots. And uh, so we connected and decided, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to do a 45-minute live video. And I shared him on my human.social show. And then afterwards, 15 minutes later, we rolled the conversation over to Clubhouse. We had the room set up ahead of time, and we had a lot of people join us on Clubhouse that were watching the live video. And then we had a whole new audience on the Clubhouse platform. And it was really cool because people, you know, it was cool for obvious reasons. You could do the same thing with a, with a Clubhouse. Once you're done with the audible room, okay, it's audio only, Christoph and I could have pre-planned, listen, you guys, we're jumping over to a live video show, 15 minutes. That gives you and I a chance to grab a drink of water, maybe use the restroom. Uh, and we're going to follow up on the three most important, on the three most popular topics that kept coming up over the last hour in Clubhouse. A, B, C. If you guys want to talk more, if you want to look at us in the digital eyeballs, join us over on the XYZ show, and we're going to continue the conversation then. So I think you can do that, and it's pretty effective. Good idea. So that's interesting. So we could even, you know, after a show like this, it's, it's, you know, you never know how many people tune in until you're done. So who knows right. how many people show up, but you could have that. Or after a Twitter chat, I know uh, Madeline, uh, what's her Scalar. first name? Yeah, Scalar. Madeline, Madeline Scalar, yeah. Right. I mean, she did a uh, Twitter, she does a Twitter chat all the time, Twitter Smarter. And then afterwards, they do a live video, but they could also try that in Clubhouse. So I'm a big fan of throwing a parade for my content, as you already know. But um, but how do I do that with Clubhouse? So I'll give you an example. I was editing a podcast earlier. And so I'm talking, I'm listening to you right now, right? There's very little, I'm, I'm doing some production. But the Vox Pop Me podcast, I do the production, right? I'm not on the show. I'm just pushing buttons. And I was editing the podcast version. And I thought, Wow. It's really hard to like listen when you do the production. Like they were stuff, mm -hmm. things they said that I didn't even catch, right? Because I was busy doing graphics. So how do I, when you do Clubhouse, 
how do you repurpose the content? Or is that not, that's not part of it. It's just like a conversation. So I think I look at it. Yeah, you can't, you don't repurpose it because once the room's closed, it's over. Um, but you also don't really think about relationships as, is this a relationship that I can repurpose? And if it's not, then I don't want any part of the relationship. And I think, I think what people are figuring out is, is Clubhouse is so real. It's so genuine. The conversations, every single room I've been in, without exception, without exception, has meaningful, intelligent, well-meaning conversations. I've learned as much as I've shared. And, you know, we went on last night. Uh, I, I just felt like yesterday, you know, here in the United States, I know people are watching this all over the world, but we had our election uh, first day, Biden and Harris were in office. And I jumped on Clubhouse last night. I'm like, how does everybody feel? You know, and it was interesting. We had people coming in that shared stories, shared their feelings, um, shared their thoughts, gave me a lot of the uh, trending social issues that are out there right now. Um, tomorrow on Clubhouse, I've got a really cool show that you and maybe your viewers might enjoy. And it's a friend of mine, and that's why I don't mind kind of promoting a little bit. But I'm named Danny. He's a young man that grew up with my daughter. They went to high school together, but he's also the co-founder of Bomani. And Bomani is a company that's just exploding. It's an alcohol-infused coffee beverage here in the States. And they opened up their company just before COVID-19 hit. Uh, smart guy, graduated from USC Marshall School of Business, which is where my son's going. And he and his partner, uh, Amin, and I can't remember the other gentleman's name, started the company and then COVID hit. They pivoted, they made some adjustments, and they continued to grow over the last year. And so Sam's going to come on tomorrow. The struggles they had, the challenges, how they overcame them, how they adjusted and pivoted their marketing strategy to get to the point that they're at today, whether it's financing, whether it's uh, uh, spending more time on Instagram and Instagram stories. And so I think by bringing in interesting guests like that, you have young entrepreneurs, business owners. You've got older people that have been in business for 30 years that are trying to figure out what's going on right now in the world. They're going to get so much information when they listen to what Sam's got to say because I've heard his interview before. I interviewed him on Instagram Live about a month and a half ago. And um, I just think by bringing those types of shows or conversations, but here's the thing. We cover Sam's story. We're going to do it in about, so it's a one-hour show. I want to 15 minutes. Then I want to open the audience up, raise your hands, and I want to bring people up on stage because what I've noticed is that's where the excitement is. Gets to jump on stage and, and ask their question or meet the founder of this huge company, young, you know, late 20s, early 30s. And I think that's the value of Clubhouse. I think if you and I were up there and all we're doing is talking to each other and we're not engaging with the audience, I don't think that works on Clubhouse. The other caveat for Clubhouse is, and it's just the lawyer in me, there are a lot of bullshit artists on the platform. Okay, there's a lot of, you know, make your first million dollars in the next 15 minutes. And I, unfortunately, just because I'm like the lawyer on social that everybody knows, I see people in these big rooms where there's thousands of people in the rooms. There are people in there that have been defendants in cases that I've either been directly or indirectly involved with uh, for business fraud. 
all right, yeah. for, for, for misrepresentation, for false advertising. So you want to do your due diligence when you get into these platforms. And if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. But, you know, take your investigation out of the platform, investigate people before you invest too much money or too much time in what they tell you to do. Um, but I don't get involved with that stuff. I'm in different rooms kind of doing my own little dance and, and it's been fun. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting, too, because I, I was just thinking about the scam artist thing. It's like the police department here said something about if somebody wants to work with you, but the first step is you have to send the money. There's always a scam. Always. So if somebody wants me to buy something and they'll refund me later, typically a scam. Right. Because when I've worked with companies and they want me to they want to work with me, they send me their product like they don't ask me to buy the product. And then, you know what I mean? So it's it's kind of interesting. Uh, so how how do we promote our clubhouse room? I mean, when I did it, I didn't really promote it. I just kind of winged it a little bit and didn't really work. But how do I make sure people know what's the right way to handle it? Well, so, for example, with uh, my show today with Bob Berg and tomorrow with Sam Madani, um, what we're doing is when you create a room in clubhouse, you guys, once you're done creating a room for tomorrow or next week, at the bottom, you can click and you can share it out on Twitter. You can grab the link, share it out on your social media platforms. So I'll take that Twitter share and I'll copy and paste it into my notepad and make some changes. And then I use Agora Pulse or Lately and I'll go ahead and distribute it across the platform. So between now and tomorrow, uh, my followers will be exposed to tomorrow's clubhouse room two or three times between now and then. So I think that's one way of doing it is planning ahead. I've also been involved in some good last minute clubhouse rooms. When something happens, um, whether it's breaking news, whether it's uh, the, the Georgia election of the two senators, something happens, you can jump in in real time. And you can say, let's talk about X, Y, Z. And that room is going to just explode with every single person wearing every single kind of hat you can think of to share their views on what did or didn't happen. So you want to be careful with how you phrase the room and how you moderate it, because um, if you're definitely interested in a one-sided conversation and you're not interested in the other side, then you, you want to be clear in the room. And then, Christoph, every five or ten minutes, I'll reset the room. I'm this is super important, you guys. Every five or 10 minutes, Christoph and I have gone into rooms and it's like, what, what is everybody talking about? It's nothing that relates to the title of the room. You, you enter a room because it's business, entrepreneurship, uh, tips for 2021, and you get in there and people are talking about romance and relationships. It's like, what's going on? Well, somebody took the room sideways. So as a moderator, I think every five or 10 minutes, you can reset the room, remind the audience what the topic is and keep everybody on point, right? If it, if it naturally migrates to another related or tangent topic, that's fine too. But then as the moderator, let everyone know, listen, we started off talking about A, we've rolled over to B, and frankly, B is a lot more exciting. So let's just keep going down that path. You can have fun. It's a very fluid uh, oral experience, and I think people really enjoy it. Fantastic. Great overview. I'll have to check it out. Uh, certainly check out Mitch's book. It is in the um, show notes below there. And of course, on Amazon, easy breezy to check it out there. And that book was written a couple years ago or when, how long, how old is it? I think it's two years old, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. 
Fantastic. Hopefully you guys check that out. I I need to check it out. I need to get on the clubhouse bandwagon a little bit more. Um, I just got to, you know, it, it's interesting because right now I just love this, Mitch. I love this live stream. I got this ring light. I got this microphone and it's, um, it's great. Now, the one question I have for you is some people on social media just rude. Like, why are you like, sometimes I joke, you know, I said, hey, don't at me. Don't add me with this crap or whatever. Is that getting better because people are talking to each other as opposed to writing it down? Is that better on Clubhouse than it is sometimes on Twitter? Significantly better. And the reason is, and we didn't mention this, Clubhouse right now is by invitation. So, for example, somebody that brought me in happened to be a Harvard uh, and uh, a Harvard trained uh, scientist. And she brought me in. I was one of her five invitations and so what we're seeing is uh, people are being responsible with who they're letting in, right? That's the first thing. Once you get into Clubhouse, uh, as you start becoming active, the app will start giving you more invites. Uh, that's And so I think there's a filtering system to eliminating a lot of static. People aren't inviting assholes into the platform. Uh, there's another way to invite people in. And uh, if anyone has any questions or if you do just reach out, you know, there's another way that's acceptable, but it's a little bit more complicated. But what I found is the app also, if you've got someone in the room that's being uh, malicious or bullying somebody or, or, or being a troll, somehow this person got onto the app, you simply tap the three dots, you can block them, you can report them, they have a zero tolerance policy. So the filtering system to help maintain a First Amendment focused quality conversation it's there in the app and that's probably because of the venture capitalists in silicon valley that put this thing together you know back a year ago when they started they they thought about this stuff and so i've not seen those types of problems like we do on some of the other platforms yet 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 right who knows how we're going to evolve somebody said they would enjoy they would enjoy if um a clubhouse gets acquired by, I don't know, Twitter or somebody. I don't know. I, who knows? We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, you know, we we don't know. But anyway. Well, well here's the ahead. thing. Here's the thing. So it's something Gary Vaynerchuk once said, and that is, look, I'm not an investor in the platform. I don't care what happens six months or 12 months from now with the platform, other than I'm really enjoying it. It's the hot platform right now. Yeah. Um, I'm making connections in there right now and business deals that, I haven't done on, on regular social media in five to six to seven years. So I'm going to ride this horse hard as long as I can the right way. And if it sticks around, that's great. And if it doesn't, uh, the sun comes up tomorrow morning and uh, there are more important things in life than, than any one app, right? Apps come and go, platforms come and go, relationships can last a lifetime. So that's kind of where my head's at. I agree with that. Right, the horse right now until you know you can't ride anymore. I think it was have a name now something with a V. Um, was a V? Do you know what oh, I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, yeah, Vine, Vine, Vine. Right. I mean, it was actually Gary off the show here. He said um, Vine was valuable for about 18 months. So you got to ride it hard for those 18 months and see what works and see what doesn't. Um, my buddy on YouTube is on Clubhouse. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that, MC. Always appreciate everyone tuning in. A quick shout out to Restream. Check them out, restream.io forward slash join forward slash Trap. You can live stream to up to 30 different channels and then Switcher Studio. That's when you see me looking down. 
I am messing around with what's on screen and what's not on screen on my iPad. Mitch, it was awesome to connect with you. It's my pleasure, Christoph. Thanks for having me on the show. And thanks, everyone, for, for putting up with me for the last 45 minutes. Stay in touch with me on the social platforms. Always my pleasure. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. Until next time. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review our show on your favorite podcast channels. And don't forget to share this episode with your networks. We appreciate you. Until next time, let the best stories win. Music